Welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of the Don Cozy Podcast coming to you live. You know where we at. You know where we at. You know what time it is. Coming to you live from Africa with another episode. This is the weekend special like Brenda Fassi said in the 90s. And shout out to her. We'll miss her. And I hope you guys had a productive week. And coming into the weekend, we're trying to get turned, we're trying to get lit, we're trying to recharge our batteries. And we're not going to talk about the upcoming week because we'll see, we'll see about that on Monday. So I just want to welcome you to this episode. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for supporting. I'm seeing your likes, your comments, your follows on all the social media platforms that we at and this week we're number one again you know i'm just come on guys you know how it is so i've got a jam-packed episode for you guys today um highly entertaining but also we've got a really serious topic that's really going on right now in the world and that's firstly i'm just going to jump straight into it firstly it's the role versus weight judgment that has been overruled in the United States. This judgment, I think I did an f- episode on it. This judgment was put in the 60s so that women could have the right to safe abortions in the United States. But come 2022, this judgment has been overruled by the Supreme Court in America, and that means the Constitution has been reversed in terms of that judgment. So if people, if you know about law, and I think right now where we are in a society, you can easily uh, do your research and find out what this means. But I'll explain to you what this means. It means that abortion in America, in the like the land of the free, that's what they say, right? In the land of the free, the most free country in the world, the superpower, you know, has been banned. This abortion has been banned all in the name of pro-life. I think in a way, people really do have an option to do and exercise what they want to do with their bodies. Um, I think we're at the stage where we're off the whole conspiracy theories of uh, world depopulation and world order, new world order, because it's a heartfelt topic because people come with their religious beliefs, spiritual beliefs, but then we also have to look at the impact this judgment has on the physical body. We have to also look at it in a standpoint where we see what happens in the communities where people are affected by such things as unplanned pregnancies. Some women get pregnant through rape, which is very unfortunate. Some people don't even want to have children. But also looking at the way society is, you know, I'm coming from an African perspective where we view a child as a blessing 
and some people don't even have the opportunity even though they are trying to procreate they don't have the opportunity to have or bear kids so you're going to have a yin and a yang perspective to this judgment where pro-life people are going to say this is a good judgment we need to have life in the world regardless of how um, this life is being conceived but from a valid standpoint, I would like to say, from a pro-life standpoint, it's a good judgment because now it means that a lot of these abortions, which are detrimental to the physical being of females, because sometimes these females have one or more abortion in their lifetime. And we do know what that means in terms of your physical being. So this judgment came yesterday on Friday, the 24th of June. And there's been a lot of outcry because America being America, we do know that it's a free, free country where certain dictates do not fly in society, in their society, you know, uh, because we have a free country, free world, this is a free world, and these things or these amendments or these laws that were passed five decades ago, six decades ago, have to stand. And President Joe Biden came out and actually enforced that law, and we are going to see what's going to happen. I know that there are going to be protests because at the end of the day, America is a democratic society. There are going to be hearings, there are going to be court interdicts, there are going to be a lot of talk shows and podcasts and interviews that are going to go on uh, uh, in relation to this uh, Roe versus Wade judgment that has been overruled. So here are my two points or three points to this decision. I think the first thing is that people are going to be subjected to unsafe abortions because at the end of the day, we're going to see people or doctors or I would like to say doctors or, you know, or backroom doctors, yes. Backroom doctors who are going to be profiteering from this because now it opens an avenue for people to go, not the medical route, you know, front desk, but to go behind the scenes to obtain these services. And we'll find also that Professional medical doctors will actually be offering these services on the sly. And <laughs> we'll have people dying. Let's be honest. We'll have people dying, mother and child. We'll have people having defects uh, in their reproductive system because this is not being done safely. The second thing is that the middle class and the upper class people are not going to be affected because these people can afford to travel outside America and go and obtain the safe abortions, be it in Canada, the UK, Australia, New Zealand. And th these countries I've mentioned, including France, they've come out and bashed America on this law. From a spiritual and Christianity and religion-based outlook, it looks bad. It sounds bad. Why in 2022, we cannot really throw away the possibility of people having abortions in this century that we're living in. So 
we're going to see how that one plays out and it's going to be something that is going to be trending for the next few weeks. I think if it dies down, kudos to them, but I don't think it will because we're going to have a lot of backlash from women in civic society. Now we jump into entertainment where we come to the first thing. I want to congratulate Kaby Lame, if you don't know who he is, the Senegalese Italian native who has just been declared the most followed personality on TikTok with 143.8 million followers. He surpassed Charlie D'Amelio, I hope I got that correct, where she stands with 142.6 million followers on TikTok. She had been the most followed personality for the past two years. And Kabilame, we all know him, the silent guy, the guy who doesn't even speak on videos, but his illustrations are hella funny. He just came through two years ago. I'm going to give him the respect that he wants because a lot of uh, news outlets were trying to put, you know, guys, come on. If a, a black man surpasses something, let's not bring the past into this. <laughs> it, I'm going to give him the respect that he deserves. I'm not going to talk about his past. If you want to know about his past, you can Google that. We're talking about the future right now. This guy is the most followed guy on TikTok, right? And kudos to him. Shout out to him, where he has come from, his journey. And I think it's a great story for Africa. It shows that there's the possibility or the possibilities are endless when we come to the internet and social media and what it has to offer. You know, if you use it correctly, you, you can survive. You can make a living. You can get your voice heard out there. But for him, hey, you know, he's, he's a voiceless guy, but he talks, you know. So it, it puts a smile on my face to see such an accomplishment from an African guy. It gives us the motivation to push on and it gives the youth the motivation to push on, be it you're black or you're white or you're from Asia, Europe, America or Africa. At the end of the day, as a youth, you're going to be motivated by this. So shout out to him. And let's get into the music. <laughs> you know I love my music. So this week, again, another week of Nandi delicious album EP drops music videos it was just the work say eh? I'll get into the first one the Chris Brown drop dropped yesterday 24 tracks on the 24th of June and this album spread is just looking so divine so delicious so Nandi you know it, it's it's just top man this album has got features from Lil Dirk, Favio, Foreign, Lil Wayne and Blue, Wizkid, Jack Harlow, who's the man of the moment. Let's shout out that. LMI, H-E-R, Her, and Tory Lanez. This project is so solid because I think Chris Brown, wherever he has come from, the journey that he has had, we all know uh, what he has gone through in the entertainment industry as a man and as 
a person, as, an, as a father, and we get to see and hear the emotions on this album. It's, I, won't, I don't want to say it's a typical Chris Brown album, but it's, a, it's going to be content of the year, like for album of the year. Because this spread is so nice. It's so, it's so palatable because we hear tracks like Till the Wolves Fall Off, which is Lil Dirk, Catch a Body, which I think is my favorite song, uh, after Call Me, which features Kid, and the tracks with Jack Harlow and Tory Lanes. We hear samples from the 50 Cent song, High All the Time, uh, on the song he features Tory Lanes. So Chris Brown has come up with a solid project, and I think it's going to last for another two, three years, you know, but knowing what's happening right now in the entertainment industry, I won't be surprised if he releases a joint album with someone top of the year, next year, 2023, just to boost sales, to boost everything, you know. They're coming for everything, guys. COVID is gone a bit, you know. But we're out, you know. We're trying to have fun. It's a vibey dance, love type of album, you get everything, a miss, you know, you get a mix of everything in this album. So shout out to Chris Brown. And going to the second album, which was dropped yesterday, is the Give You On, Give or Take album. I think this is my first time listening to Give You On. Um, I've heard him on Features, the Drake's, um, projects and he gave me um a party next door type of vibe but more calm more cutthroat not saying that party next door isn't cutthroat but give you is more cutthroat more sensual so this album is a 15 track album full of love and emotions um i rate it as a solid r&b and soul album and he really delves into relationship issues such as infidelity trust issues and what a man who is in his position who is on who's making money who's touring is going through right if you listen to a song called trying to be that's where you get the gist of what he's trying to say through the whole album so for me there are no standout tracks as this is a solid 10 out of 10 album I, I don't want to nitpick songs because it's a no-skip album. Same as the Chris Brown album. No skips. We're not trying to overhype anything, but these are no-skip albums. You can listen to them because at the end of the day, you're all going to relate to what they are saying. There's no one who's not going through relationship pro- uh, problems, friendship or family at the end of the day, you know? So we need this music so that we can go through our days, you know? We're going to be happy, we're going to be sad, we're going to laugh, we're going to think, and this music is going to bring out all these emotions and help us go into the future as better beings. The third album I want to talk about is the Scorpion Kings. Scorpion Kings, if you guys don't know, if I know a lot of people don't know who the Scorpion Kings are, this is Gabza Desmo, 
and DJ Maporisa, your favorite Ama Piano pioneers. Yes, I'll call them pioneers because they are the ones who have really pushed the sound into the world and other people have lashed onto it and made it bigger and better. But as of my Tuesday episode, I talked about how they are now in Europe touring together and they released a six-track EP on Thursday. And I'm happy that Gabza is now finally doing interviews by himself. He did a Spotify interview where we got to hear the voice behind the music and the production, which is a good thing. I would love to see him. Like yesterday, I was having a conversation with my friend and we we're talking about the fact that Gabza now needs to... I know it's a long shot, but it would be nice to have him on three, uh, three platforms. The Breakfast Club, uh, The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, and maybe Ebro in the morning, yes. So those three platforms, if they can, if Gabs can go, go to those three, I believe that Amapiano will reach the place and the destination that it needs to reach by, let's say, this time next year. And we will get a Gabza BET nomination <laughs> by this time next year. Fingers crossed. I hope you can pin this uh, episode and, you know, when we celebrate his win next year, it will be like, I called it. And finally, something Soweto, another dope vocalist from South Africa who he's into, what can I say? He's into a cappella because he was part of a group called The Soil which used to do a cappella, but he moved into Afro Soul, Afro, and then now into Ama Piano. But his foundation is Afro Soul, Neo Soul, R I'll put him at Soul. I won't put him in R&B, but he can delve into a lot of genres because of his voice. He released a song called, it's a single, it's called Ama Gents. Uh, which loosely is uh, translated as men or the boys or the niggas, you know, my niggas, my cats or my dogs, you know. But it's amatjens meaning men or the boys. We have to use these two uh, translations, the boys or the men, so that it makes, it makes sense of what he's trying to put across because... This is a song where he's advising his daughter about men and dating and the possible dangers that she will face as she grows into the world. Into the world and into the world of dating, into the world in general because men are there in high places and influential posts. So she has to be, he was just advising her on how she should maneuver in the world, you know? And if you look at the single cover, it's him with his daughter walking into the sunset. So it's like a, a father talking to his daughter about wh what she's going to go through. And I, 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 won't, I won't lie to you, from a man's standpoint, he really put us on blast, eh? Because many women really enjoyed that song 
And it resonated, resonated well with them because right now a lot of people are going through the most. A lot of people are going through the most. A lot of people are going through relationship pro- problems. And especially women can relate to that. I, was, I would like to say fatherless women or women who did not have that father figure who would sit them down and tell them the pros and cons of dating, the pros and cons of just... Uh, <sighs> Handling yourself around men, right? And giving you game on, don't listen to this. Or if he says this, it means this. Or if he moves like this, it means this. And we can say it's a fatherless community, but also there are many girls who have been brought up by their dads, but they don't get the game from their dads, right? Because their dads maybe are working to make ends meet to provide for their daughters so it's a song very emotional very educative and we see something so to giving us something solid i hope this leads up to a full project because the last project that he gave us it was called dango fucking love that shit i played even up to today it was produced by dem tuda solid i'm a piano album with solid vocals solid uh beats you know, it's something to marvel at. So thank you once again for listening to the Don Cozy podcast. Have a great weekend. Continue to follow us. Continue to listen and subscribe at Don Cozy on Instagram and on Twitter at the Don Cozy podcast on Patreon. And subscribe, man. And thank you. Shout out to you. Shout out to Z. My friend, uh, happy belated birthday, brother. His birthday was on the 22nd of June. Shout out to him. And I hope you had a lot of alcohol (laughs) and got lit. So as we say, everything is just cozy.